This is Bo Buchanan. I'm here with another edition of On the Level, and I'm here interviewing Norman. I'm here with uh, Worshipful Master Jason Holbrook and Worshipful and Secretary Andrew Warienka. We're here to, uh, to present a 50-year apron and pin. And uh, <coughs> Norman, why don't you first start out by introducing yourself? Tell me the name of your home, Blue Lodge, and any offices or titles you had connected to that lodge. Okay, my name is Norman. Clyde Long, and uh, my lodge is uh, Arizona number two. I started out as a, a Harmony Lodge, mm -hmm. and uh, Harmony Lodge was a takeoff of, of uh, Arizona number two, I think, and uh, and later on it, uh, the membership fell off to such point that uh, reverted back to Arizona number two. That's where I came back into Arizona number two. So... And were you a master or officer or anything in that lodge? No, or I was... Uh, I was to be a uh, head coach. Mm -hmm. I had a pretty short uh, time in the, in the lodge at that time, but I was pretty proficient on everything. And... Uh, like in three months, I was uh, at my Blue Lodge completed. Oh, wow. Now, did you know Jerry Benham by any chance? No. He's a little younger than you, I think. Yeah, he's yeah. The, he was the last master of Harmony. Yeah. The master was uh, Johnny Miller. I don't know if you know him or not. And I think Ray Fulton was a, maybe a secretary Okay. at that time. So how did you first find out about this thing called Freemasonry? Do you remember when you first heard about it or first learned oh, about it? Oh, it's been around all my life. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, my dad wasn't a Freemason, but uh, my uncle was. He's uh, lived in Texas many, many years, and he's about everything you can do, I guess, in a, from a traveling, uh, give speeches and stuff like that. Masonry. He lived masonry his whole life. He's been dead for quite a few years by now. Though, yeah. So that's how you found out about it through him? Yeah, yeah, that's one way. And then uh, when I went in, I went in with a with a cousin of mine. And uh, how old were you? Do you remember? It was in March of '56. So okay, maybe twenty. Well, over 50 years ago, that's why we're here. <laughs> I can't believe yeah. I had to do the math there. <laughs> 26. Anyway, I, I went in and uh, with my cousin, and, and then I had some good friends that was in. My cousin, he, he went into a Sawara no. Lodge, and then I had a good friend that was in Arizona, number two. And, uh, Who was the friend, if you don't mind me asking? Paul Lay. Paul what? Paul Lay. Paul Lay? -Y. Okay. He passed away about, uh, I don't know, three, four years, five years ago, something like that. Yeah. And he helped me a lot. Uh, one thing, I, they never did sign me a coach. No. So I picked it up here and there, and then my cousin's uh, <coughs> master <coughs> of the lodge was a he lived close to my cousin, and uh, so I'd go over with him. And uh, I don't remember. I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of the 
the master of Soar Lodge at that time. But okay. He was a nice man. Do you, do you have any uh, memorable stories about your time in masonry that you want to share? Anything, any events you remember particularly well or uh, big gatherings you went to or anything like that? Oh, I went to, uh, I went to the outdoor meetings up in the uh, mayor, was that where it's at? I went to that a couple of times and how uh, much I wasn't in very long and then I was, right after I went in, well, I got put on swing shift. Oh. And that killed everything. And I was on swing shift for, well, 13 years in that one shop and then another shop I was in it about five years. So I was about 18 years on swing shift. Doing what kind that. of work? I was a manufacturing engineer and, and uh, I worked from, for Allied Signal at the time. It started out as our research. And uh, changed over the years, but it always was the same company. It's now Honeywell. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Big company. But I was in the aerospace part of it, yeah. Oh, really? Machinist welder, heat metal, uh, laser, you name it. Those, those are the kind of skills they're dying for today. There's a shortage of guys yeah. who know how to do that stuff. Yeah. And then I had uh, I had the manufacturing engineers were the people that planned the jobs and stuff. And I had I had to have a bunch of those guys. I think I had about sixty-seven people that worked for me. At that wow. Time. So, and I retired in in nineteen ninety. I'm sixty years old. But uh, I haven't done much masonry. Do you remember any uh, brothers in particular that uh, stand out to you from your time when you were in Freemasonry? Uh, Yeah, I remember one guy that stood out quite a bit, a guy named Sid Fryer, is that his name? Sid Fryer. Sid Fryer, yeah. He coached me through my proficiency in open lodge. Or he asked me the questions and mm-hmm. everything in open lodge. And so he stands out quite a bit. You know, what's funny is today we call them mentors. Now we don't have coaches, we have mentors. They oh, changed the right? name. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I always think it's interesting when I hear you uh, gentlemen talk about coaches. We call them mentors now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I got on a, a group that interviewed new people for the lodge, you know, and then we go out and talk to different people. See if they're worthy to become Masons? Yeah. That's what it's all about. What would you say to young men if you were, you know, if somebody were to listen to this in 50 or 100 years, what would you say to young men who are interested in Freemasonry or people who are wanting to find out more? Mm-hmm. What would you say to them? Well, so happens that I have a nephew <clears throat> that uh, asked me about that this year. I'd get in and everything. I don't know. They changed the rules so much. I think in Freemasonry. So I don't really know anymore. But I told him he would like when we go. When I went in, you had to. You had to has to be in. You couldn't. Or a friend of yours couldn't say, "Hey, why don't you join the lodge?" You know. Things have changed a little you bit. Couldn't, you, <laughs> couldn't, you couldn't do that then. You can do it now. It had to be on his own free will. Uh, still that way. Yeah. yeah is it? 
but but you can you know all you have, if you want to ask to to join you don't have to you don't have to wait for somebody to ask you yeah. a one time invite to come down and see what we are after that they've got to come back yeah. to us on their own yeah. yeah he's not from here he's he lives in uh, I think he lives in Washington now but I told him he'd, he'd have to go to somebody that was in the lodge where he wanted to where he lived or where he wanted to be and talk to them and and they could investigate his background and all of that and that's how he'd have to do it to get in so I didn't and he said he'd do it I'm sure he will you should tell him to look around at all his friends and places that he works and see if somebody's got a ring mm -hmm. on and he may not know that they're a mason and talk to them yeah you're gonna have to make sure you show him this yeah. 50 year apron so like I said when we started we're here today and presenting you with your 50 year pin and 50 year apron from Arizona number two uh, and anything else you want to say about your time 50 years as a mason there's not many guys who achieve that <laughs> anything else you want to say uh, in, in memory of that or anything else about masonry at all you want to mention well it's a obviously it's a good organization or I wouldn't be in it 50 years and a lot of other people been in it longer than that probably but uh, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's, you know, what can you say? It's a, it comes and goes. Well, thank you very much, sir, for allowing me to interview today. I appreciate You're, it very much. Sure. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Congratulations. You guys, you. all Hopefully, of you for uh, everything. We'll see you in about two more years for the 55. Good. Yeah. <laughs>